Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jimmy, and this is Jimmy's Podcast World. This is the first time ever that I'm going live on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on YouTube. This was one of those things that was a goal of mine to be able to come on here and use this as a platform to be able to inform, be able to inspire, uh, be able to tell some great stories. Uh, for, for all of those that are just joining me for the first time ever on uh, YouTube, a uh, couple things. Uh, you can find uh, my blog. You can find me on soundcloud you can find me on instagram facebook twitter snapchat tiktok all of those you can find through jimmypodcastworld.com i have a, a live twitter feed going through there as well we are on apple podcast look for us on itunes hit like and subscribe we're working on getting on iHeartRadio, and as mentioned we are on soundcloud the social media accounts um on all social media platforms at jimmypodcastworld.com, except for uh, Twitter, jimmypodworld.com, or jimmypodworld, and on um, Snapchat, uh, jimmypodworld. So, hopefully by now, we've been able to take it easy, take a breather, relax a little bit. The sky definitely isn't falling and all is okay with the world. I've often noted about us as a society, I think we love controversy. In a weird way, those that were, were and are anti-Trump, in a weird way, You've enjoyed him being president. It's allowed you to voice your opinion. It's allowed you to form groups. It's allowed you to form YouTube channels. It's allowed you to go on uh, Twitter and Facebook and whatever else. Much love, Rob. Shout out to Rob uh, joining me on YouTube. We love controversy because it allows us to get our own microphone and come on here and tell you what it is that we're upset about. So often we throw things like robbed and unfair. And I got to admit and come forward with something this last Saturday. I missed the fight. This last Saturday, I uh, recorded one insane podcast uh, that is on now on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud. Uh, we're trying to get on iHeartRadio. I just submitted for approval today, so hopefully that goes through. Uh, went out to have some drinks with some friends, some golf. Uh, Sunday, we ended up going to the U.S. Uh, or the PGA uh, uh, Pro-Am. It was awesome. Pebble Beach, it's it's a gem. I was a little upset that 
John Jones. I attended UFC uh, right back here. Uh, I attended that event, UFC 239, uh, Jones versus Santos. I was there live. I was there live because of John Jones. So this last Saturday, damn, it felt like I should have been watching the fight. Hearing everyone talk, all those social media accounts, all of the um, MMA experts. Boy, I'm glad I missed it. And let me explain. Let me explain why I'm glad I missed it. You ever have a family issue? uh, Some drama with friends? Someone at work just pisses you off? You have an argument or disagreement about how to do things? It sucks, right? And there's you're blinded by your side of the story. When you are there, even if it's two other people arguing, debating, whatever it may be, you're blinded by the side of the story because you were there. There is some bias because you were there. You reacted emotionally. You could have had some drinks in you, as I would have had I been watching the fight. I've done that often where I've, where I've overreacted, where I've said things like, that person was robbed. This person should have won. How dare they not see that? But then the silver lining to all this is I was removed from this issue. I was... I was not a part of this. And I got to tell you, I am a huge supporter of the UFC. I'm a fan of John Jones's work in the octagon. But in a strange way, I'm glad I wasn't there to see it live. I have a different perspective. I've been able to say everyone, everyone, calm the fuck down. Inspired by um, my podcast and Facebook Live post of of the Super Bowl, when I went live the last five minutes of the game and then carried on after that, I did something that game. I wrote down my thoughts, sort of like a journal. Dear journal, today, blah, 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 right? So as I was watching this fight after the fact for the first time, It took me maybe all of an hour and 30 minutes to watch the fight because I kept making, taking notes. I kept pausing, taking notes. I, I, I would end around and reflect at times I took a walk. So let me go over what it is that I saw from beginning to end. I'll give you the tail of the tape. Um, And just to kind of show you how crazy my notes were. I want you to note one thing. The notes are longer on one side and then longer on the other. It'll give you a hint on who I who really won that round. So the tail of the tape is Reyes, Dominic Reyes versus John Jones. Reyes the challenger, John Jones the champion. 
Reyes at age 30, John Jones age 32. They both came in at an even, although it looked like Reyes might have been a little taller, even 6'4". Reyes went in at 205. John Jones at 204. The reach, no surprise there. John Jones is often the one with the bigger reach. Dominic Reyes at 77 inches. John Jones at 84 and a half. Dominic Reyes with the record of 12 and 0. And while the official record for John Jones shows 25, 1 and 1 no contest, John Jones is 27 and 0, people. You know it. I know it. I took notes immediately. The walkout. It tells you a lot. When Israel Desanya came out versus for, versus Whitaker, it looked like he was winning the fight. Not with the guys, the dancing and stuff like that. You just saw him and you saw, God damn, this is his night. He looked, uh, Reyes walked out and he looked ready. He looked focused, intense. Like, not intimidated by, by the stage he was walking towards. He did not look intimidated at all. He looked ready and focused. He looked like he was about to bring the noise. John Jones, confident as usual, calm. Looks like not only, not only has he been there before, but it looks like he was born in that spotlight. Ever since he won his championship back when he was uh, about 22 years old, he's been having championship fights since then. Main event fights since then. John Jones knows nothing other than the spotlight. Introductions is huge. They're both in the octagon by then, right? It's easy to look confident and intimidating when there's no one in that octagon or where there's people surrounding him and you can't see him. Uh, Reyes... He didn't take his eyes off John Jones. He he matched the pace of John Jones identical. So when if you go back and watch the fight, notice John Jones goes one way and Reyes goes the other, always keeping John Jones in front of him. Maybe a psychological thing. Always keep this dude in front of me. John Jones didn't make much eye contact, but I, at the same time, I don't think I took a lot from that. Um, I took it as a maybe like a perhaps a nothing new, you know, that guy walking across over there, maintaining eye contact. It's for him. He can tell you it's probably happened every single time. So let me take you through round one. My key moments for each fighter around one. Reyes came in with a dude. He came in. With a vicious left immediately followed with the knee. Uh, it was a quick pace. Uh, he was laying it on John Jones. At the 303 mark, Reyes throws a big left hand that knocks Jones down. It was ruled a slip. I I that's a knockout. That's a knockdown. It was a knockdown. He was Jones might have been throwing a kick, yes, and he might have been off balance because of it. It was a knockdown. Not a slip. That part probably took me, that just small part of that fight probably took me the longest to uh, to be able to dissect, just to see, did he slip? Was this a slip? Ultimately, I think it was a, not, it was a knockdown. At, 137, at uh, 137 left in the first to the 130 mark, 
in the first. A fury of kicks and punches putting Jones in trouble. A key moment for Jones. He immediately went to work on kicking the legs of Reyes. Immediately. And that, throughout the fight, did not stop. At the 3.30 mark, uh, Jones received multiple warnings uh, for using his fingers. John Jones, very open-handed at times, likes to, you know, manipulate, you know, put the put his hands on, on the other uh, opponent's hands and move shoulders and, you know, kind of just move around and just kind of, you know, pop on the head real quick. Uh, it's just John Jones' style. Not the poking, but just the, the hands open. The end of that round, I scored it. Ray is 10, Jones 9. Round number two. At the 4.15 uh, uh, left in the mark in the fight, a 15-second attack on Jones from Reyes. Towards the end of the exchange, I was wishing Reyes would have thrown a kick. John Jones kind of like walked away, jogged away. I really wish uh, Reyes would have thrown a high leg kick to 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 see if he could have caught Jones with something. Um, still maintaining that, that quick pace. And at that point, I asked, will this hold up? At the uh, 130 mark left in the round, you begin to see Reyes slow down. At the one minute mark left in the round, Reyes threw uh, good punches at Jones, but it was immediately countered. Jones kept checking kicks and attacking Reyes' legs. Jones methodically, throughout the first two rounds, I was thinking at this point, damn, man, too methodical. Um, they both exchanged good hits at the one at uh, with one minute left in the round. Uh, Jones got got hit, but also returned uh, returned it at the same time. And Jones, there was a lot of punches that Reyes has knockout power. I will tell you this right now: if you've seen Reyes fight, you know he has knockout power. Not a lot of the punches were landing clean. Some were kind of just barely getting to Jones. Jones was able to block a few. Jones was able to throw a counter immediately, something along the lines of that. The round ends. I give this round to Reyes. Reyes 10, John Jones 9. Now, I'm going to do something completely different right now. What I'm going to do right now is leave the third round out of it. What I'm going to do right now is go to the fourth round. So far... Regardless of who you had in the fight, we're both on the same page. I feel like we're both on the same page. You and I both has both had Reyes 10 rounds each to Bones Jones's nines. Let's go to the fourth round. Key moments from 444 30. Showing a little bit of energy that he was lacking in the third round. Just a little bit. Just like a quick, like maybe caught a second win. But just just for the tiniest of, of, of fractions of, of that round. I thought, can this be can this be kept up? In that exchange from 440-430, he tagged Jones early and often in that 10-second exchange. He he there's one thing to take away. There's a lot of things to take away from this fight, but if there's one thing to take away from Reyes and this fight, 
he did an extraordinary job defending John Jones's takedowns. An extraordinary job taking his take uh, uh, takedowns. Reyes in the fourth round, he showed a spark here and there, the four forty to four thirty mark. You know, he showed he showed a spark here and there in that round, but he was slowing down, and John Jones was at this point taking control of the fight. Key moments for Jones in this fight. I I wondered immediately in the fourth round, could this have been a different fight? Had John Jones been more successful with takedowns? I think so. We'll never know. At the 340 mark left in the fight, Jones is bleeding from his nose. Uh, he's also warned again for the third time in the fight um, about his fingers. At 312, yet another low kick by Jones. It was great. It was amazing. 135 to the 130 mark, Jones put some good hits on Reyes. And actually, Reyes looked to wobble a little bit in that exchange uh, before they wrapped up in the clinch. Jones looking to even the fight here as Reyes, to hit, to this point, was winning uh, 2-1. That kind of gives you a little heads up on uh, uh, 10-9, 10-9. Um, gives you a little uh, hint there on round three. Final 10 seconds. A good one. Two combos from Jones. This fight's going to the fifth round. The final round. I, at this point, had the fight tied 2-2. Round four. Reyes nine. Jones ten. The fifth round. Reyes, again, was displaying great takedown defense. Reyes bleeding from, uh, he had a cut, like, on his left eye, like, eyebrow area right here. Uh, for Jones, Jones showing some speed from energy that he conserved throughout the fight. Maybe a little, you know, too much too late or whatever, too little too late, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. 233 left in the fight. Great leg kick in the abs by Jones. That's been there the entire night for him. His leg kicks have been different maker, have been a difference maker and have made up for where his wrestling failed in this fight. At 210, good left elbow by Jones. At the end of this round, the fifth and final round. Dominic Reyes, 9. John Jones, 10. Now, let me actually skip ahead a little bit. I want to change a little bit here. The winner of this fight, I had Bones Jones. John Bones Jones winning this. And still... Your light heavyweight champion, Jones 48, Reyes 47. The third round, gave it to Jones 10-9. Now, let's talk about why. As I mentioned, my notes, it's no secret who won what round based off of how much notes I took. Reyes, key, key moments. 442 left uh, uh, in the third round. A left high kick by Reyes. Blocked by Jones. Reyes has been landing a hard punch in the kicks to this point, but not transferring uh, or landing any hard punches or power to uh, full power due to Jones's movements, slipping out as best as possible. Well blocked by Jones. Four minutes uh, remaining in that round. 
A great left kick to the body by Reyes. Well-timed. It was very clean. He didn't land a lot of shots as clean as he would have wanted to. Had he, this could have been a way different fight, a way different result. We could have had and knew had it, been, had it not been for him not being able to land clean strikes on John Jones. At the 317 mark, Reyes bloody, had a bloody nose. Reyes was slowing down. I mentioned back in round two, Reyes started to slow down at the 130 minute mark left in that round. At 226, a good uppercut by Reyes. Reyes' energy was depleting though. John Jones' key moments. Immediately opens around with an inside low kick. At four minutes left, Jones is by far showing octagon control. At 3.18, good late kick by Jones. That kick has been there all night for him. Again, at the three-minute mark, exactly two minutes into the third, Jones goes, he's dictating the movement and the control of the octagon. Uh, So often in my podcast, what I mention and reference uh, pro wrestling, specifically WWE, when you have two guys wrestling in there, there's always one guy calling the match. There's always one guy that's dictating the pace and moving them, moving each other around and calling the high spots for them to move from one place to the other. Now, that obviously doesn't happen in, in combat sports. However, there is one guy that's dictating the pace, that, that's, that's, that's bringing the action. I felt like John Jones was in this round. If you go back and watch this round, you will see that John Jones was always backing up Reyes, always backing up Reyes, moving him where he wanted to, dictating how this fight would go from this point forward. He had seen enough of Reyes. Reyes was up 2-0, and this was John Jones' time. John Jones at this point was still, you know, you know, very even, very calm, um, as he's always been. No drop of energy. At the 245 mark, another kick by Jones. At the 241, another left power left by uh, by Reyes that misses Jones. Jones has yet to suffer too much damage. John Jones looked clean for the most part in this fight. At the two-minute mark, Jones still with octagon control. He's eating shots, but they're all being blocked for the most part. I noticed some of the commentators were saying, oh, he's eating some shots, but blocking them. That that kind of is a little misleading. Is he eating shots or is he blocking them? I, he was blocking them. At the, at the one-minute mark to the end of the round, this was uh, the pace dictated by Jones. This was a round that Jones kept pressure on, held a complete and utter octagon control. This was a dance. If this was a dance, he was leading that dance. And re- referencing Bones Jones or wrestling pro wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, John Jones was still a lot of energy. At the end of the third, Dominic Reyes 9, John Jones 10. Now, Listen, I understand that there are guys that we love and guys that we love to hate, teams that we love, teams that we love to hate. I was like that. There's a couple people that will often reference on Facebook that I, at one point, was a LeBron hater. I was. 
Like all of a sudden, a LeBron James fan. I put down the hate. I couldn't hate greatness anymore. Now, if you do, if you want to be an emotional little girl, then go ahead and be that emotional little girl. If you're going to use words like, I hate John Jones, you don't know John Jones. Despite of what you've heard outside the octagon, that is not for you to mention. That is not for you to, to look at when we're talking about fights. Just as classless as some people were, mentioning allegations of Kobe Bryant when he passed away. We often hate those that win and win a lot. We should celebrate them. We should want to be them. We should look to emulate what they've done. As it pertains to the success of John Jones in the octagon, that's what we should be doing. When you watch a John Jones fight, it's special. That is a special person in that octagon. In the Santos fight, there was a time where it was slow-paced. I looked over. I was alive with my friend Dennis. I looked over at him and said, hey, man, he wasn't. he's not big in MMA. So I was explaining to him, I'm like, you see how Reyes can't do it or uh, Jones can't do anything? I'm sorry, not Jones. Santos can't do anything? That's because John Jones is that difficult to fight. That's because John Jones, that's something special. I think in a lot of ways, there was a lot of people saying that Reyes was robbed. I challenge you to look at the fight. But more so, I challenge you to look at the third round. And I ask you, was it close? I'm not asking you who you think won. Maybe you think Reyes won, and that's okay. I am asking you, was it close? If it was, then it wasn't robbed. Now, I know what a lot of people say. Don't leave it up to the judges. I, I disagree. That's what they're there for. They are there so that when one fighter can't choke the other fighter out, when one fighter can't TKO the other guy, when one fighter can't KO the other guy, when there isn't a stoppage, you know, due to some medical injury. That's what the judges are there for. And I think that a lot of you focus more on John Jones and hating John Jones and wanting John Jones to lose. Than the, the way that MMA has been judged to this point. These are judges that for the longest time have been doing boxing. One hand and another. Punching from head to waist. MMA isn't like that. MMA has so many disciplines. I fear that those judges sometimes don't know when they're watching something on the ground. Who has control Who's making moves? Who's holding the other 
opponent down and imposing their will. I'm afraid for what will happen in the Tony Ferguson and Habino Margamedo fight, April 18th. For a lot of reasons. None of them are because one fighter or another will get hurt where their health is in question. Now, the biggest obstacle is that they make it to the fight. But let's just say they do, and I think they will. Maybe it's just me hoping that they will. Fine. Now I'm worried about two things. Once that octagon closes, and hopefully Herb Dean is the one that says, let's fight. I'm now worried about the doctors in New York. And I'm worried about the judges in New York. Because the doctors have been used to seeing boxing. Not always the same injuries, not always the same cuts. The judges, same exact thing. Those type of things worry me and scare me. There have been a lot of people, Joe Rogan, one of them, that has called for reform on judging MMA fights. This is on the UFC. This is on Bellator. This is on one. This is on the PFL. This is on all the major organizations that control the majority of MMA worldwide. This is on you to fix this, to get together with these uh, athletic commissions and come up with a plan. Now, I know Rogan will say something like six six judges or 12 judges. Uh, I don't know about that. But just like the XFL, when they, it came out the first time, they got that wrong. And this is MMA getting it wrong. They came back. They rethought things. They rebuilt things. They recreated things. They brought in the right people. And redid the XFL. We can redo MMA. We need judges that understand what is going on. Now, is there a chance that I'm wrong? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. There's a chance that I'm wrong for sure. Maybe Reyes did win this. And I hope Reyes does come back. And I hope Reyes is champion one day. And perhaps, who knows, maybe even a rematch against John Jones. It'll be a different John Jones, I will promise you that. But if I'm wrong and Reyes is your new reigning light heavyweight champion of the world and you feel your anger, it's towards robbed and not the way things are judged and refereed and analyzed medically, If you're a real MMA fan, even with this fight happening, even with the return of the notorious Conor McGregor in January, you know and I know that the fight is April 18th. Doesn't it scare you that if you feel that Reyes was robbed, doesn't it scare you that Habib could get robbed? Ferguson could get robbed? Medically could be stopped. 
to throw out something like robbed. I don't know, man. I could even argue that the second round could have gone to Jones. That one looked close, too. Not as close as the third, but that one looked close, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have today. I urge you to go back and look at this fight. And look at this fight with maybe a clearer mind. Maybe you've calmed down. And maybe your thoughts are still the same. Reyes got robbed. And that's okay. But I will tell you, John Jones won this fight. And it wasn't a, you have to convincingly beat the champion. He won this fight. He won four and five convincingly. He ran away with those. And he edged out Reyes in the third. You got to look at more than what's on the surface. You got to look at control of that octagon. Control of the pace of that fight. John Jones had that. Now, what happens with John Jones? I don't know. I'd like to see him at heavyweight. Sooner rather than later. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jimmy's Podcast World. Thank you for tuning in. YouTube, we finally did it, baby. We're here. A waiting word on iHeartRadio to see if uh, Jimmy Podcast World will make it iHeartRadio. It is on Apple Podcasts. Please like and subscribe. Uh, you can find all my podcasts on jimmypodcastworld.com. My Twitter, uh, Jimmy Pod World. Facebook, Jimmy Podcast World. Snapchat, Jimmy Pod World. TikTok, Jimmy Podcast World. Instagram, Jimmy Podcast World. I'm working on hats, working on shirts, uh, working on stickers. Uh, working on getting a fourth, uh, a better fourth mic. Uh, working on a better setup here for uh, going live on Facebook, YouTube, and all over the place. For whatever reason, at the moment, YouTube is or Facebook's not letting me um, advertise my my uh, podcast, uh, my video cast out there, uh, which is fine. You'll have to spread the word until uh, I figure out what it is that I did wrong that they're uh, holding me back from. Um, ladies and gentlemen. I wish you all a good night. I wish you all a good rest of the week. Uh, just know it's okay to feel the way you feel. Just have something to back it up. Peace. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World.